Hello and welcome to Buena Vista, episode 215. I am Ben, and I am here at a feast in a fantasy novel. The air is thick with the ringing of silver trumpets and the sonnets, limericks, and musical parodies of skilled bards. Banners wave gaily in the wind, and garlands of fresh herbs and flowers decorate the rough-hewn trestle tables set out across the meadow on which we dine. On this night, wine and mead and beer flow as freely as the talk. The air is thick with jolility and gayness, as all witness the splendour before them. Strong lights glowing with elf magic and candles made from dwarf wax illuminate plates and platters of the most wonderful food you have ever seen. <laughs> uh, heaps of honeyed wanako thighs sizzle quietly next to lashings of walrus gravy. <laughs> A pyramid of... <laughs> A pyramid of whole slow-roasted giraffes <laughs> Feast-goers load up their cobalt meal tortillas by the handful <laughs> Onlookers gasp in delight as a shroud is removed To reveal a whole flock of deep-fried swans Arranged as if in graceful flight <laughs> Greedily filling his plate with tortoise stew Hot weasel pie And of course... <laughs> Goose Sashimi, it's Theo. Hi, Theo. <laughs> How you going? I'm great, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Now, I know, I know the obvious take on this is, well, okay. So first of all, I'm trying to narrow this down. Um, yeah. There's elf magic at play, so clearly not Game of Thrones here. No. So the, the obvious reference here is Lord of the Rings, but I feel like this is a, I'm, I'm 100% believing us to be within the realms of Raymond E. Feist's magician. Uh, what's that world called? I didn't read any Raymond E. Feist. Somehow that was like the one fantasy series that was a step too uh, far for me. You don't need to. It's <laughs> it's so stupid. I tried to reread it. Like I read, I reread Lord of the Rings relatively recently, and then I went and read that, and I'm like, oh, this book's no good. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Um. Anyway, but you know what doesn't suck is um this duck sashimi. Goose sashimi? Goose sashimi, yeah. I think goose duck sashimi. sashimi exists. It does, and I've eaten it. Hmm. Yeah, goose sashimi, I guess, is no not good. all that different now that I think about it. No, it's just bigger. It, largely, yeah. Uh, also with us, dipping chunks of elf bread into a large pot of rich, oily cream of otter soup and supping on a cup of the <laughs> finest fermented goblin piss, it's Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, buddy. You are, you know it's good otter soup when you don't find a single whisker in there. <laughs> yeah, completely. You wouldn't even be able to tell that this was made from creamed otter. Mm. No. And they've kept all that cream in there. They haven't sort of rendered it off for uh, uh, otter candles. Yeah, it is uh, it's separated. The most erotic. Like, very visibly into layers <laughs> of, you got weasel cream at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ot otter cream at the bottom and then otter oil at the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's Which is great, great for your boots. Really yep. good to put in your moustache, you know. <sighs> it's fun to imagine <laughs> cooking <laughs> animals we don't normally eat. Uh, what? What would you eat though? You know, like, like if what, you could uh, have <laughs> anything, any animal. Like I, I don't think I would go pretty quickly for a swan. Like I'd try swan. It depends where it came from. If you like, just pulled it out of the Yarra, you know, <laughs> just just scooped it off the Brisbane River. 
Yeah, we don't we don't have swans on the Brisbane River. Yeah, it's extremely uh, deadly to bird life. <laughs> deadly to all swans. Die on contact, right? <laughs> dropping a uh, dropping a swan into the Brisbane River is like uh, throwing a tune into dip. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just immediately melting into a coloured pool on the surface of the water. And then, of course, it gets absorbed in and just lends to that rich brownness mm. uh, that we all love. Those are tannins. Uh, what about a sort of dolphin porchetta? Hmm. A little bit of fennel mm. in there. I feel like the dolphin lends itself more to sashimi. <laughs> more than <laughs> more than the goose does. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, and maybe I'd get smarter if I had a dolphin, you know? That is true. I personally least- believe that you do gain some of the qualities of your vanquished foes when you when you consume them. Yeah. I think I think though that if I really turn my gaze inward and and ask myself what do you really believe? I think the answer is that I believe you have to eat the specific organ uh to gain the strength from that part. I like to have the 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 powerful vision of the eagle, you must eat mm. the eagle's eyes. If you want the sexual prowess of a horse, you must eat the horse's dick. Yes. If you want to be dead like a dead dog, you want to eat its liver. Hmm. That sounds true. Yeah, yeah, from the... um, So, like, <laughs> like a bunch a- of, uh, like, um, polar explorers died because, you know, eventually they'd get, they'd get out there and start running out of food, and the obvious answer is they start eating their... They're sled dogs, mm-hmm. um, but if you eat the liver, you die of a vitamin A overdose, I think. Oh. Oh, not because not it's just bad for you to eat a dog. No, no, dog is yeah. fine. Otherwise, I mean, morally, it's probably no, it's bad for you to eat a fine. dog if you were friends with it before, like if it was your sled dog. If the dog was doing you a favour. You want to eat your, your neighbour's sled dog. Yeah. Less, eat- less personal that way. My personal hierarchy there is eat the annoying people on your team first. Yeah. And then the dogs. God, you'd hate to be at the end of that, like, vote, wouldn't you? Mm. Like, mm. do you guys really find me that annoying? <laughs> yes! I'm not, even, oh, yes. I'm not even that meaty. That's because I chew with my mouth open and because I whistle while I work. That's it. <laughs> you getting rid of me? You're going to eat my thighs? All right. Look. Around the campfire. Okay, everybody. Uh, no, this is going to be really hard. On three, one, <laughs> six voices immediately. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. While you, Andrew, are saying, no one because we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is everybody pass one of your dogs uh, to the left. Oh. You know? Mm-hmm. Pass the puppy to the left-hand side. Mm. Oh, no. So like classic, classic Arctic puppy chowder. Uh... So, yeah, like, look, a swan, a goose, I guess. Roast that bad boy up, maybe. That might yeah. help. Hmm. Like, I feel like a roasted goose is probably good. Goose fat. That's goose, something. yeah. No, a goose. A goose would be fine. At the very yeah. least, uh, they deserve it. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Little fuckers. Nature's bastard. Oh, I used to get chased by this one goose. Uh... <laughs> Everybody has that goose in their life. <laughs> I guarantee you've spoken of this goose mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Your goose Everybody, nemesis. Everybody's been scared and how by long, a goose. How long did it take for you to marry her? 
Uh, this marriage shit got her honking like a goose. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my beautiful wife. <laughs> Theo is demeaning as just a bird when she's so much more to me. A woman that you have loved since the first day you locked eyes and she said, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. <laughs> you <laughs> had me at Hong Kong. And then she like, put her tongue out a weirdly long way and hissed. Yeah, it's got like teeth on that tongue as well. What the fuck's happening there? It's a nine-year wedding anniversary in three hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you're listening to this show, I might, she won't. Mm -hmm. Uh, She she will be asleep before midnight. Although, these days of just being stuck in the house and not being able to go anywhere or do anything, you conserve a lot of energy. So her her nighttime period of... um, me assuming that she went to bed hours ago and then coming into the darkened room to just see her face lit up by the glow of TikToks. Mm. Um, that, that period is going on longer now, which <laughs> uh, I assume cannot be good for seasons. anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, the TikToks are going dark a whole two hours later this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy anniversary, you know? Happy anniversary to you. Mm. And more importantly... In several hours. Your wife. Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, Folks, there's many mysterious and exotic animals that you could eat. (laughs) Eating these animals will require you to kill them. And once you've killed an exotic, beautiful animal, what better thing to do with it than scoop out all of its guts and I guess pipe some other stuff in there? And what that stuff is... (laughs) We'll mm-hmm. never know. I think at least some of it's like uh, like that, that space-filling foam kind of stuff that goes hard. Mm, yeah. That's what I got from poking around in the neck of the taxidermy deer head that I used to have. We miss you, Samantha. <laughs> uh, Samantha now just lives at my friend's house. Oh. That's pretty cool. Right, yeah. He, he's got I mean, high guess... enough ceilings for it to work. It's not know? like she would have died. He. He. Sorry. <laughs> Big horns and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you gotta, you got to scoop out the insides. It's a lot of effort. It's probably pretty gross. Maybe it makes your house smell weird. Uh, I'm assuming that you're going to pay someone else to do it. But then, what happens when you misplace <laughs> the parts that are left over? Let's find out in this week's Omens and Portents. <laughs> You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. This is from WTAE News Pittsburgh or Wittair. So, okay. you know, I found something quite weird when I was looking this up because the it wasn't attributed to the station. It was attributed to the, the TV news team, which is Action 4 News Pittsburgh. Way cooler. Uh, but so I was typing that in to find out what the station code for it is. And it auto-completed once I got to Action 4, like Pittsburgh Action 4. Uh, it went Pittsburgh Action 4, Weather Girl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Okay, that's weird. So people are searching for that more than they're searching anything. And I was like, I, did something happen to her? 
Like, there's no, no news story. Like, nothing happened. I think it's a classic uh, hot weather person scenario. Are, like you, a, are, are you suggesting that this is a uh, a, a daddy likey driven search trend? I think it is. A, yeah, daddy likey sort of. What are you doing over there? I'm just checking the weather. Just watching the weather. Damn, I wish they still made naked news. <laughs> you know? They yeah. probably do. I'm probably you still Europe. doing naked news? I don't know, maybe. I have separate needs for my news and my nudity. Nakednews.com. Beautiful nudes, hot naked females. <laughs> but I like how you doing fresh news though. I don't want to watch old news. Old Better news. be old. No, naked news, December nineteen ninety nine to present. Huh. That's a run. Like, it just goes to show. <laughs> you come people, up with one good idea. People need the news. You know? That's it. Yep. That's it. Sorry, I thought that was <laughs> that's a, it. Yeah. That's when true. When you think they about do. it, it was probably it was probably the first way that news was delivered. It was from a true. nude person telling you that a pterodactyl ate your son. <laughs> Because you're also nude because you've not invented clothes yet. That's exactly right. Yeah. Then we got clothes involved and it sort of all went wrong. Yeah. I, I don't think we had any overlap with the pterodactyl. I think we might have been lied to by Gogs. No, that was a big bird, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, you have a real fucking look on your face right now and I am concerned. I'm just laughing at, uh, at this... Statement that a popular segment on Naked News is Naked in the Streets, where a reporter will go topless in the street and ask the public about topics. I mean, that's yeah. actually kind of a funny concept. <laughs> just asking people what they think about, like, a tax reform bill while they're just like... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's actually an economist. <laughs> <laughs> so, I assume you didn't get to the bottom of why people were primarily Googling... The, I mean, naked, uh, the just normal weather girl. Nice looking woman. But okay. like, you know how there was like that whole thing where like uh, Republican men were like super horny for Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is like a type of look that uh, yeah, doesn't translate from America to here no. in a way where we're like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's a specific sort of thing that middle-aged American men find hot that over here just be like, that's someone that would work in an office, maybe. Or, at the very least, be, like, advertised on the side of a bus for a radio program. It'd be like, Ashley, Brenton, and the Fuzz. How many of those are there? You know, I actually tried to look this up for the podcast to come up with a big list of, like, Kip, Lutzi, and the Fuckhead, and, you know, all the, like... (laughs) There's a fucking ton of them. Everywhere I go in Brisbane, there's another billboard and it's like, it's Spanko and <laughs> shit. And you're like, okay, all right. How many stations can there possibly be? And then I could not find like a big list of even just all the breakfast shows in Australia. It's impossible. Spanko and the shitter. 6 a.m. daily. So that's, that's you've posted a picture in the chat there, but I don't know if there's another one as well. Oh, there's a lot of them apparently. Action for news. I, th- I think it's I think it's Ashley Doherty. So saying weather girl seems yeah, no. so patronizing. That is a grown woman. Her. She is a meteorologist. Oh no. Ten weather girls who are guaranteed to brighten up your day. Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with you fucking people? I saw a funny little clip today 
of a uh, of a guy doing his weather report on his big green screen, but he was doing it at home due to the pandemic and such. And then did a cat walk in front of the green screen? No, it was a dog. Oh. His little dog just came in and then just like and stood in the middle of that. a lake that was in the background. And he, you know, when uh, you see a person trying to silently communicate something to a dog mm. and it, that's not how they work. Um, you know it's what this reminds me of mm. is the reviews from uh, Mr. Skin for shows that weren't <laughs> oh, that no. sexy. Uh, we got into this on the Discord, and I want to thank uh, Duffo for fighting this this snippet. Touted as a cross between the OC and Twin Peaks, Riverdale promises to bring plenty of teen angst as well as spooky intrigue. We're skin-trigged by, <laughs> by, oh, no. by the young hot young actress Lily Reinhardt, who plays Betty. While Betty watches Archie change by the window, you'll be watching Betty's cleavage as she leans over in a bra. We see her in her lingerie a couple more times, most notably when she gets her shirt ripped off during a steamy makeout sesh. Uh, Madeleine Petch shows off her captivating captivative cleavage in a lacy bra as well. Camilla Mendes does some accidental nudity when she has a little nip slip while doing a sexy shower scene. Get... <laughs> Get ready for a river of something in your pants. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. That's the, one of the worst sentences I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wouldn't you love to be drenched in cum? <laughs> I, like, in some ways, to me, this is simply the most psycho kind of horny it's possible to be. Yeah. I don't understand it one bit. Because it's not even like a person that you know. This is just like these people are you all. You can choose to investigate other forms of sexy I, media. No, this is fucking Connor O'Malley and I think you should leave driving yeah. around looking <laughs> for the nude calendars because there's no other alternative to find sexual gratification other than like watching a TV show and being like a bra. Oh my god, I'm titillated. Yeah, it's just, it's extraordinary when there is just so much uh, extreme hardcore porn available to everybody all the time, round the clock. Yeah, to it, it is safe to say that pornography is abundant and of low value. Mm. To, not, to not just be uh, horny about it in your own right, but to say, I must put pen to paper. Mm-hmm. I must simply, up. I must pen a missive to Michelle Trachtenberg's, like, uh, whale tail in Road Trip, you know? Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> the people gotta know. Some real fucking freaks out there. It is absolutely uh, hyperactively freak mode stuff. Um, like, to me, it's a step further than, like, uh, commenting on a Pornhub video, you know? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a purely read-only relationship. I like this. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. I'm giving a thumbs up. My my penis was hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Did what it says on the tin. I'm watching this in 2021. <laughs> Punta Vista sent me. Oh boy. So anyway, this comes to us from Wata News Pittsburgh. Police are investigating 
after a taxidermied rhinoceros head was found on the sidewalk in Pennsylvania. What? Like... They got mm-hmm. to involve the police in everything around there. Who's not picking that I up think and taking so. it home? I, I mean, I think... Yeah, I mean, I guess... I Obviously, I don't condone hunting rhinoceroses or killing them for sport or even killing them for food. Uh... But if I say, say it was around the time of curbside collection. Mm-hmm. Your favorite time of year. Yeah. Only just happened recently. It's the most it wonderful time of year. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's sad, though, because now it's like the furthest that it's going to be until it's roadside collection again. You know? Oh, that's so true. It's like my kids a week after Christmas when they're like, how many weeks until Christmas? And I'm like, I got some fucking bad news for you. You can't even imagine a number this big at that point, so I'm not going to try and explain it to you. How many weeks till Christmas? The most. <laughs> the most weeks. If I walk past someone that had, you know, uh, like one of those IKEA lack coffee tables that cost like 10 bucks and are made of exploding chipboard and they look like shit, mm-hmm. uh, they got one of those. They've it's been got in the a, rain. <laughs> and it it's, has exploded. It's swelling. Uh, yep. They've got an office chair that's missing a wheel. They've got an ironing board. Uh, they've got a printer that was probably used only twice. And then they've got an actual real-life goddamn rhinoceros head. I'm probably taking the rhinoceros head. Like, the damage has already been done. Very much. There's no coming back from that for the rhinoceros. No. <laughs> you know, and I'm not, like, giving money to rhinoceros poachers or anything. I'm just getting some cool shit for my house. And maybe mm-hmm. sometimes I'll bring people over and they'll be like, that, Is that a real rhinoceros head? And I'll be like, look, uh, this was a zero waste. Before you get stuck into me. (laughs) I am not a monster. I think it is cool. Instead, uh, Cameron Taylor, who was walking his dog when he stumbled upon the head, I guess immediately uh, said, please help. (laughs) It's coming right at me. Officer Mike Broker confirmed that one of their officers was flagged down Saturday night regarding the rhinoceros so head. They like ran into the street. Like, so like, well, he was he was standing there. He's scratching his head. He's looking at the rhinoceros head, and then he sees a cop car, and he's like, "Oh, they'll know what to do about this." Oh, final. Thank God you're mm. here. And then the the officers fired twenty seven rounds at the rhinoceros head, who they said was resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. They said, "I've got the situation under control now." The, then, cer- the the medal ceremony is on Saturday. Then they shot the guy, and then they shot the guy's dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're all the chief of police. Police took custody of the head, which they said appears to be very cool. <laughs> <laughs> which they said appears to be authentic. They believe it is potentially more than 50 years old. What the fuck do what they do know? What do they mean... Like, that. like, as in, as in, it was taxidermied over fifty years ago. The <laughs> rhino was fifty years old at time of death. I, I don't think this is in a cop's fucking wheelhouse. This is an antiques roadshow. Well, but I mean, when you're effect, when you're like, when you've got all the funding, you got to work with what you got. I think. Mm. Are mm. they saying it's a thirty-five-year-old rhino that was taxidermied fifteen years ago? I don't know. It's hard to say. Hmm. Explain yourself. Show your numbers, you know. Police said they are in the process of contacting the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. In the process. That's a long process, too. They were on the phone call 
while this story was being written. Mm. I've I've typed out the first five characters of their email address, and now I'm having this phone call. You know, they are in the process of contacting the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources to find out what the legalities of possessing such an item are. Hey, do we have to shoot a guy or what? Hmm. Is it a shootable offence or one of the other ones? Who do I shoot and when? It's a good Pittsburgh accent there. Thank you. Pittsburgh sister station is trying to learn how the head had gotten to the sidewalk. Isn't that the real mystery? Mm. <laughs> like, well, well, no, because the second sentence really solves that mystery. The police officer actually showed us video footage of the guy who left the dolly there. Oh, okay. So a guy put it there. Guy wa- walked it up on a thing and just plonked it down. So I feel like the how it got on the sidewalk part is, Self, is pretty solved. It. Yeah. There's mm. a guy. So this kind of implies that, like, they know a guy dropped it there, but you'd have to assume it's not just, like, in front of his house, because then they'd just be like, it was this guy. Which means this guy's been like, shit, I've got to dump this rhino head. And he's just driven to some random street corner. too much heat on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever purchase a rhino head that you're not able to let go the moment you feel the heat coming around the corner. Mm. (laughs) Watch that last night. What a movie. What a wonderful film. What a bloody movie. It's good. You know the thing? I always always thought or heard, read, that the uh, shootout scene was like live mic'd, but it wasn't. They made it sound like that. It's just extremely good sound just, design. It's just extremely... And then no other movie sound... We've already talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it right there. I should make more gunfights. Whatever episode that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should make more gunfights sound like that. Loud. But echoey. Mm. So good. Police say they are reviewing surveillance footage from nearby homes and businesses to figure out who the man is, where he got the rhino head, and why he dumped it. The most important question to me. <laughs> why did he get rid of it? Why now? Get rid of it. Now, after 50 years. <laughs> Sick of its eyes following me around the room. Mm-hmm. Sick of the curse. Fuck my wife. <laughs> curse that came with killing him. So far... Nobody has come forward to claim the head, and police are unsure of to whom it belongs. Kind of just putting it out there that there's a free rhino head, really. Well, I mean, is is the rhino head in police custody now, or does the... Oh, yeah, they took it, yeah. So then but what it, happens? They find out it is legal to have a rhino head, and then what? The guy that found it gets to keep it? I think they just walk it back out and put it on the footpath. Yeah, little sign in front of it says, free to a good home. Mm. Free rhino. Hey, you, you you in the market for a rhino head? Hmm? Consider it. Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. 
That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Huh. <laughs> yes, Andrew? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you read ahead and you think to yourself, I wonder how we might segue from one thing to the next. And sometimes you hadn't really thought about that until you get to the very end uh, of the article, you know? Sometimes... And here we are. There's a long stretch of runway... And you don't look where you're going, and you get to the end and crash and... Burn. Oh, God damn it. You know? He's done a meta segue. Hmm. Yes. That sometimes happens in the world of aeronautics. Ah, uh, this is your captain speaking. Please return your seats to their upright positions as we are coming in hot on another edition of Plainly Speaking. Folks, that's one of the best segues that money can buy. I, this one's free. <laughs> uh, this is a story from uh, the website Insider. And let me tell you, it took me a really long time to find a version of this story that was from a publication that doesn't absolutely suck ass. Uh, this is one of those ones where it's based on like one post yes. that a uh, law enforcement agency put out. So they're just writing up a press release, basically. And the, the only places that really do that are trash. Uh, and so this version of the article that I'm going to be reading, uh, I tried to remove all of the jokes from it mm-hmm. because they really went ham on it. Uh, uh, we'll put our own in, thank you. We got jokes at home. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll do the funny part <laughs> where we use your new story for free on our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. No more fun on your shift, whoever the fuck wrote this. Uh, this is from inside a viral TSA video shows raw chicken circling an airport baggage claim carousel. <laughs> yep. The U.S. Transportation Security Administration posted a video of raw chicken circling a baggage claim carousel. TSA shared the clip on its official Instagram account last week, where it amassed more than 402,000 views and 1,100 comments. Who cares? Uh, footage showed that's, a That's how you block- know it's viral. Yeah, I fucking hate when they do that. There's really no reason to mention how... That's fine. Uh, Footage showed a block of unwrapped raw chicken meat. Sorry, let me (laughs) deliver that again. Footage showed a block of unwrapped raw chicken meat circling the carousel alongside luggage and bags as flight passengers stood nearby. The agency said the meat was initially placed inside a cooler for travel, but fell out at some point. (laughs) Which, why? Well, you know, you don't want to land in Denver without your chicken. They might, not, they might not have chicken there. Yeah, I'm going to one of America's major metropolitan centers, but I don't know if they've got chicken there. And no, it's a dry <laughs> county. <laughs> uh, the agency then explained that meat should be properly stored and packaged before travel. Oh. Both ice and dry ice are permitted to keep meat chilled. You know, you know when you see, you know when you see the baggage handler guys just pick stuff up and like huck it, yeah. like from 
from the from you're the staring out the window the- being like my brisket <laughs> Just guys grabbing like handfuls of raw chicken meat and whipping it into the the baggage compartment, you know. This is fucking gross. What are you doing? And like from the picture, it looks like it's like four to five kilos of tenderloin. Like it's a <laughs> lot of... It's not like someone brought three uncooked whole chickens with them. Like it's fucking... Is it special chicken that you're bringing home as a memento of your holiday? I, I just don't understand. I hope it was um I hope it was just somebody who was like, Oh, I'm going out of town and this chicken's used by us on Friday, so not letting that chicken go bad on me. Yeah, I'm not throwing that in the bin or putting it in the freezer for later. Mm-hmm. Uh the TSA didn't immediately respond to insiders' request for comment. In recent months, airports and airlines have made headlines for several mishaps. Hey, have you seen these airports in the news lately? <laughs> this really does seem like a stretch, but, uh, you know, I guess they're just kind of padding out their word count here. Uh, maybe linking to other stories they've already written, which is both good for traffic and uh, good for SEO. And uh, great, great for journalism. Great, great for all of us, the reader. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, because I I quite like this. In one instance, a video showed one woman being escorted off a Spirit Airlines flight for lighting a cigarette and blowing smoke into an asthma sufferer's face. Oh! (laughs) Like, bad enough, you're lighting a cigarette on a plane and just being like, oh, you can't breathe? No, I feel like like this is actually an extremely cool Venn diagram, right? Of, like, things, things that were already shitty to do, right? There's lighting a cigarette on a plane. Yeah sucks uh lighting a cigarette and blowing smoke into someone's face sucks uh blowing smoke into someone's face because they've complained that like they have asthma and you're fucking with their breathing sucks now you assemble those three circles and this woman is right there in the middle lighting a cigarette on a plane so that she can blow smoke into an asthma sufferer's face that's that is like uh, real game plus levels of spite. Yeah. It's a powerful act. <laughs> uh, another woman on TikTok claimed that American Airlines lost her two cats on a flight from Los Angeles to New York City. Now... I'm going to want those back. They don't say that they like lost her cats as she was taking the flight. Like as in that they put them on the wrong plane or... You know, just something went weird with the baggage. Saying that she lost her cats on the flight? Where can those cats go? Because I can only think of one other place than the plane. <laughs> well, that's out be, of the plane. Might be the heavens. skittering around in the ducts or something in the plane, you know? They just, like, got into the landing gear and was like, whoosh, I'm out of here. <laughs> Get out of there. But then, you know, they're probably fine, actually. You know how cats hit their terminal velocity, like, really early yeah. on in a fall? Yep. And then maybe they landed in the ocean and they are okay. Hmm. Uh, shout out to a friendly show. Those two cats may be still alive. Maybe Although, I'm still sure they alive. would have loved that trip as well. LA to New York. Where are you going to jump out there, I wonder, on the halfway point? Like, where's your big, biggest body of water? Depends which airport they went to, I guess. Hmm. Might be in the Hudson. They might have sullied it. If you are a cat who has leapt out of a plane somewhere over New York, uh, write to mailbag at puntavista.com. Let us know how it went and which body of water you chose. Yeah. Send us a little poor mail. Sorry, what? 
poor mail. Poor mail? Poor. <laughs> Because cats have paws, they wouldn't use email, they'd use poor mail. <laughs> Walk us through this one. It doesn't rhyme with It doesn't e. rhyme, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a sound alike. And it's not like we use email because we have ease. By that logic, we would be using hand mail. Would have maybe said, uh, write us an e meow. Would, yeah. have been, would have been closer. It's not great, but it's definitely closer. better. For sure, yeah. Oh, boy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, poor mail, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Hmm. Uh, do you know? Here's a little joke. Sorry, Theo, you're going to love this one. Um, if if you're a cat and you drive a car with an automatic transmission, uh, when you put it into park, the mechanism that stops the car from moving is the parking pole. No, that's good. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> no, that's comedy. God damn it. <clears throat> uh, so maybe don't don't get your chicken around. You know, don't be stingy. Pay for a seat for your chicken. It's not gonna. It's not gonna stop me. Take the pillar of anecdote is not data. If you absolutely must take chicken on a flight, make it cooked chicken. That's my recommendation. Anybody see that picture of someone who was like, "Oh no, I went to I went to the, wherever it was, the airport, and I thought I was going to be waiting in line for hours, so I roasted a chicken and took it with me." I did, yeah. And then I got up to the front <laughs> of the line, and they made me take my roasted chicken out of the bag. <laughs> I would love to try and like speed eat a barbecue chook at the front of a line. I mean, I think their plan was to eat it once they were inside the airport, not while they were standing in line. Because they, they said they had to just wait for their flight. I just I, I think some scenarios they kind of have like the the cinema rules of food. No you outside know? food. Yeah, and like it's it's also a bit extra weird to bring like a hot cooked meal to some places. I think. And before anyone asks, yes, I consider a, a barbecue chook a hot cooked meal. Yeah. Do you think they had to put like the the plastic serving bag on the? Uh, security scanner. To make sure there wasn't a gun inside the chicken. They could go <laughs> yeah, through. Absolutely. Go okay, through. Huh? It's just a chicken. There's <laughs> a skeleton in that bag. Oh! Another gun free chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Dear oh dear. Uh but hey, when you take a whole roasted chook to the airport and get humiliated in line, that's something that you should have seen coming. Speaking of things that people should have seen coming, this is this week's edition of Scam Watch. No scams on the last bonus episode. Nope. No, none whatsoever. We forgot. We forgot that word for a whole hour beca- mm. because it didn't apply to what we were saying. Uh, <laughs> no, no defamation. That's my Christmas wish. <clears throat> this comes to us from the age. Uh, I've been enslaved by this woman. Psychics fight defamation battle in court. God, that sounds so cool. <laughs> it's it's like 
a huge disconnect between the gravitas of the first part of that headline and the second half. Because you read the first part and you're like, oh shit, oh, this no. might actually be like a, not a joking thing. And you're like, oh, it's psychics. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but they're <laughs> fighting. Using their... It's like uh, the bit in the Lord of the Rings where Gandalf and Saruman are using their wizardly powers against each other in Isengard. Mm-hmm. I would have picked something cool like Scanners. That's Haven't probably more it. relevant as well. Yeah, because they're psychics. They are, they are battling using it's their like psychic the, power. It's like the final scene from Scanners. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah. When, when you think about it. Yeah, and I'm thinking about it now and I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Although, let's read the story and then decide <laughs> at the end how much it still resembles the very cool ending of the David Cronenberg movie. Yeah, as we measure scanners. every scam watch uh, with our famous <laughs> Scanners rubric. <laughs> How many, how many Cronenbergs are you given this one, you know? When clairvoyant Haley Parks began posting about a fellow, fellow psychic to her thousands of Instagram followers, nice brag, it was to warn them that she had been the victim of a, quote, spiritual hijacking. I've been enslaved by this woman for 18 months, she wrote. A spirit's been hijacked. No good. Miss Parks was making the claims about former friend. Ooh, <laughs> brutal. Former friend Nicole Kistler, Fake a medium, friend. animal communicator, tarot reader, and Reiki master. Ooh, a real polyglot. She's got. <laughs> what do you reckon polyglot means? <laughs> real polymath. Poly meaning many. <laughs> and glot meaning this lady's glot a lot of jobs. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> All right, I've googled polyglot. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah. Well, look, you could say that she does speak a lot of languages. You know, That's true. she speaks the language of the dead. She speaks mm. the language of the beast. The language of touch. She interprets the language. Oh, the language of not touch I of think, the tarot. Reiki. Oh. That's kind of the whole point of Reiki, isn't it? I don't know. My she mom, speaks. My mum d- did Reiki. I didn't really pay much attention. She speaks mm. the language of the body's energy. You know. Anyway, she was talking mad shit about her fake former friend Nicole Kistler, <laughs> who Miss Parks wrote had seized control of her spirit, her customer base, and her business invoicing <laughs> account. <laughs> Is that in order of importance. Oh, she seized control of my spirit and my FPOS card. <laughs> so good. Like, I think it gets revealed later on. She's literally talking about that she has access to her zero account. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything that I read about this woman makes so much sense. Miss Parks, who became a medium after an epiphany following seven years working as a real estate what agent. What is an epiphany? Jesus like, Christ. oh, I can make a lot of money from lying to people. <laughs> <laughs> Lies equal dollars? She's a real estate agent, so she realized that she could already make a career out of trading nothing of value for money. Mm. Uh, she had sought spiritual guidance from Miss Kistler and formed such a relationship that she began directing customers to her. In one post, she claimed she even gave Miss Kistler control of the program she used to invoice clients. Quote, 
Be aware of these light workers coming to you claiming false light to claim your soul, to trick you to make you a slave to their wicked satanic rituals. She tapped out on her iPhone. <laughs> got her ass. <laughs> oh, you got you to gotta send that one through Instagram? You couldn't just beep, 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 zap it out to all your friends? This month, Miss Kistler struck back, taking the conflict to Victoria's County Court, where she has filed a defamation action against Miss Parks. Miss Kistler from Hastings offers services ranging from communicating with spirits for $120 for 45 minutes to spiritual house clearings for $350. That's a good gig. 45 minutes of pretending to talk to someone. Yeah. Ah, your cat. Yeah, he's up there. And boy, he sure misses getting pats. Ah. Let's round that up to 45 minutes. Jinx, can you hear me? He's saying meow. <laughs> he say he wants you to check his paw mail. He misses his favorite food. Fish. F- f- I'm hearing a. F- 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 he'd, p- like, p- he'd like you to let him e- uh, in. <laughs> no, out. <laughs> saying close the door. Now he's saying open the door. Quote, I am a medium, healer, and animal communicator with over 14 years of experience, her website states. I used to see and communicate with spirits as a child, including talking to the family cat until her passing. I talk to Lewis all the fucking time. Like, I'm in a constant dialogue, man. Well, Mo- monologue, maybe, with that dog. He's you a strong, talk- silent type. Yeah. He gives, uh, he gives me lots of looks. <laughs> But, I mean, you can just talk to animals. It's great. I'd recommend it to everyone. I'm constantly telling my cat to shut the fuck up and get out of the way, you know? I'm constantly just asking Lily rhetorical questions. Oh. How'd you get so handsome? Why are you so handsome? Mm. Tell me. Tell me why you're so handsome. (laughs) Scaring the dog. (laughs) Yeah, I talk to the cat when she's doing her... Hello? Her routine that goes for the last hour and a half of the day, which involves just chasing me around the house, demanding that I go to bed. So if I, <laughs> if I get up and like walk down the hallway, perhaps say to the bathroom or the office, she sprints at top speed <laughs> past me uh, to the bedroom, pushing the door open and meowing the whole time she jumps up on the bed. And then I just walk past and do whatever it was that I'm doing. And then I walk back to the lounge room and she sprints past me the other way, uh, leaping up onto the couch and making a lot of noise. <laughs> Did you know it's bedtime? It's been bedtime for so long. And I say, come on. Come on. <clears throat> so you heard it here first, folks. This lady talked to her cat until her cat died. And we're not drawing a causal link between those two events whatsoever. <laughs> Extremely distinct. She also notes she is available for parties and platform events. Just bursting out of a birthday cake being like, who wants to talk to a dead cat? <laughs> I'm sensing it's somebody's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody named Gary. Would you like me to speak to a horse you don't know that's in the afterlife? 
down down the front here has has anybody lost somebody really close to them <sighs> you you well guess what i'm talking to your mother right now she said she misses you so much and it was your dad who murdered her <laughs> who's next <laughs> seen that somebody's fun. dead wife just yelled taxi <laughs> <laughs> In court documents, Miss Kistler claims Miss Park's posts made her appear made her appear quote dangerous and untrustworthy. What? A horrible and devious person, not human, possessed of dark and malevolent forces, an evildoer, and one who intentionally inflicts pain and suffering on others. Hey, give her a break. She's not a real estate agent anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she'd do numbers on Twitter, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. She should start a podcast for sure. Get in there and post like that. You'd be doing very well. She is seeking damages, aggravated damages, and a permanent injunction against Miss Parks publishing further such posts because she, quote, had no genuine belief in the truth of the words at the time that they were published and did so with, quote, the purpose of injuring the plaintiff's reputations. She didn't really believe I was an evil wizard. She was calling me an evil wizard to ruin my life. She was trying to ruin my reputation as a good wizard. <laughs> she knows I'm a good wizard. Miss Parks from Clyde North describes herself as a spiritual practitioner, neuro-linguistic programming teacher, Certified timeline therapist and podcast host. None of those things are real jobs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Says she is, quote, a leading voice for the next generation. Of what? Of what? Yeah. Like all, all of it? I speak for Zoomers. <laughs> because no one else will. She charges $2,000 for six weeks of over-the-phone timeline therapy. Or the same amount for a one-day in-person course focused on, quote, energetic healing. I assume that's the Reiki, you know. And so the timeline therapy thing I looked up, and this is when she, like, uh, works through any trauma that you might have from your past lives. So she'll be like, I think you're maybe repressing the fact that you were gaslit by Akhenaten. And then you'll be like, I was gaslit by Akhenaten and I need to let go of that. And then you you get to move on with your life uh, and then you're healed. And it only cost you $2,000 for a series of phone calls yeah. uh, where someone told you that uh, Napoleon was rude to you. You, you get to part with um, those memories you didn't know you had and $2,000. <laughs> I assumed that timeline therapy would just be sitting down with you and like uh, getting you to delete tweets that aren't funny enough or might get you fired in the future. You know, kind of stuff. Sitting down to both read the Michael Crichton book Timeline <laughs> and watch the movie adaptation of the same name. It's probably um, sitting down with you and working through all of the things that you assume are like uh, Mandela effect uh, <laughs> retcon things happening in your personal universal timeline. I swear soup used to be spelled with two O's. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, let me... Ooh, I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to help you out with that. <clears throat> uh, she also runs a $3,000 course on, quote, growing your soul-based business. So it's a, I, it's I a use build the your own scam scam. 
Are you Satan? Do you do a lot of trading in souls? I'm going to teach you how to drop ironclad contracts for your fiddle competitions. <laughs> in a series of posts included in the court documents, Miss Parks warns her 3,000 plus Instagram followers well, I need to, mm. about Miss Kistler. Quote, if there is anyone who has in the past seen her due to my own recommendation, I am so deeply sorry. For only $2,000, I can help you work through that. <laughs> She took thousands of dollars from me. She even looked after my zero business account, Ms. Parks wrote. Why do they keep restating this part of the story over and over again? It's like it's so important? Weird. Yeah. Change the fucking password. Like. <laughs> and she had access to my QuickBooks account. What are you fucking talking about? There's Shut only up. one way she would have known that. She, she, she generated six unpaid invoices. <laughs> Through occult magics. Mm -hmm. uh, I have sent close to 50 people to this woman. I was stuck in this dark void. She enslaved me to her darkness. Imagine saying this... No, she was posting this online. She wasn't saying this in court. Like, do you think with people like this, once you're doing defamation and you get into court, and they say, hey... What's up with you, your aura and your timeline cleansing business? Like, do you have to still pretend like you think it's all legit? Oh, like you're saying when well, they drop kayfabe and be like... Yeah. I know, I'm just fleecing people, but don't tell them. They say, oh, you know, it's just like, like it's it's just a, it's a business. People, people know, people, you know, people do it for fun. It's a fun just thing. Just a bit of fun. Just do. a bit of fun We just like... You know, tar you know. Tarot cards are just for fun. It's just for the girls, you know? Uh... Quote, if you are someone that has had an aura clearing from her, or you've had a reading from her, I urge you, take her off all your social media platforms. She, she claims some sort of psychic link through Instagram? Uh, I've noticed that you're still following this dark and malevolent <laughs> force. It's not really a good look. I told you about how she possessed my spirit, right? And you're still, you're still following her? Yeah, I feel like I remember him. DMing you about it. I can actually see because it's the last DM I sent you. So yeah. strange. Maybe it's the re-follow bug where it makes you re-follow people. Mm. That's probably yeah. what it was. But that would explain why you kind of feel like you're stuck in a dark void yeah. right now. I told you about my enslaved spirit and my zero account, right? Enslaved, 18 months, dark and level psychic forces, zero. Yeah. Zero account for the invoices. Zero with an X, you know? Don't act like you don't know, Tina. Uh, don't act like you've not used zero before. <laughs> Look, we've all used zero. <laughs> oh, Miss Park's followers posted messages of support, including one who wrote that she had previously cancelled an appointment with Miss Kistler. Cancel culture. Quote, it was money, and also I didn't feel 100% safe doing it. My intuition obviously protected me. It was money. It was money. She just didn't want to pay $2,000 or whatever. Another wrote, As I watched your stories, I had an image of a snake behind you. I felt sick, but as I tuned into it more, I can see it's behind you as in the past. Oh, okay. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> so didn't, didn't mean to put that last part on the message. <laughs> Fuck, I hope this makes sense. <laughs> they were doing an audio transcribe while they were driving. <laughs> 
Oh, I hope that makes sense. Is that right? That, that, no, I just kind of said the first thing that came to mind, but huh, I just I, like I I love this shit. I love like stuff like that where somebody says, "Hey, some uh, you're this this competing psychic was possessing my spirit, and it was a bad time for me, and you should unfollow them." And someone just gets to be like, "I'm part of this too." <laughs> Went, oh, I watched your Instagram stories and I saw a snake behind you. And I was like, oh, that's scary. That's scary. It's probably someone possessing you. But now that you've explained it to me, it's a snake that's in your past. Damn, thanks. That's. I wish she had a snake in her bathroom or something. This was the warning she needed. (laughs) It's just, I, I think it's a very fun form. Uh, and probably less harmful than things like, you know, QAnon, uh, stuff mm. like that. Or like Harry Potter fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, basically it's it's just a whole industry of creative writing prompts. And isn't yeah. that beautiful? You know? Mm. I, and I don't think any of... money ever exits this industry. It's sort of an Aruboros of well, around. Yeah. The, the pet psychics are spending their money at the crystal shops. The people that sell the crystals... <laughs> Are spending their money on chakra alignment. The chakra alignment people are spending their money on beads, and the beads people are getting pet psychic services. And I think that's wonderful. Yep. We the, pop- the people that make loose, very soft pants mm. are making a fucking mint out of this, but then they're spending all that money on that stuff the where they're like, it's just like weed, but it's legal, and it doesn't do anything. Mm. That money goes into... Uh, bad paintings of dolphins. Mm-hmm. We pulp up all of the old uh, Miss Cleo brochures and turn them into new tarot cards. And the circle That's of life so continues. You know, mm. yeah. Miss Kisler replied, "I'm getting an astral realm cleanse of my auric field." I'm pretty certain. Is that a brag? You shouldn't be doing that to yourself. I uh, get a doctor to do that. Absolutely. I'm getting an astral realm cleanse of my auric field. Now, I understand these concepts. You know, the astro, astral realm is a sort of meta realm above our own, uh, where things are psychic energy and thoughts and forms and spirits. And the auric field is the aura that your body generates. I don't understand how these concepts intersect. Hmm. Are you getting your aura cleansed while you're in the astral realm? Are you using the powers of the astral realm to cleanse your auric field? I think she's she's entering the astral realm and then cleansing her own auric field, you know? Yeah. Like, like how um, Goku went into that the time chamber to train so he could fight uh, Cell or Freezer. It, it, just sounds like, it just sounds like having an out-of-body experience so you can braid your own hair. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't reach this spot on my back. Mew, 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 mew. Perfect. Perfect stuff, you know? Uh, The case will be heard by a judge only because he he won't be able to hear anything over a jury laughing. Yeah, they they went through like 50 people and like, all right, everyone thinks this Mm. is dumb as shit. This is dumb? Okay. So I'm extremely prejudiced against psychics. Do you believe (laughs) uh, that you would like to contact a horse in the astral realm? Oh, you wouldn't want to either. All right, you're out. Uh, Juror number two, what is the current state of your auric field? (laughs) Name three types of crystal. (laughs) Which of the following crystals would you use? 
uh, to align fuck. the heart chakra. You know? We're gonna have to move this case to to the Tweed. <laughs> Go into the Northern Rivers. Really get a get a fair hearing. <laughs> a jury of their peers. Yeah, but people then, that do laughing circles. But then they got to find people who have not used the services of either of these women. <laughs> <laughs> Very clear division in the town <laughs> Your honour, I see a snake behind the witness box <laughs> It's no good I'm going oh, to carry that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see where you're going with this <laughs> I'm warning you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This better be relevant to the case I'll allow it, but this figurative imagery better result in something concrete Oh <laughs> Oh boy, you're on. It's funny you're on because thin this, ice. Is, this is how this is how it used to work, right? You're on like, thin ice, Councillor Jones. Like the Namaste. Law? The law. Yeah, yeah, largely. I was thinking about letting you go off free, but then I, I had a dream last night that two eagles were fighting, and the I don't know. That just seemed like it was a bad you sign. See why so I can't, you know, we're gonna have so. to kill you. <laughs> Death dream. by eagle. Here we go. I had a dream that there was a silhouette of an evil man, and now that I look at you and squint, <laughs> so I'm not seen, looking good for you. Seen, Can we so get the well. defendant backlit, please? Can we get some horns on this guy? <laughs> Folks, that's right on the buzzer. That's exactly one fresh piping hot hour of podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Isn't that what you want? Hmm. Uh, doing the we Ace Ventura. We filled the pod up to the... Exactly at the level. We've kind of held the pod jar still for long enough for it to stop swishing about in the container. That's it. One hour. But for now, I'm too sleepy from eating all of this rotisserie giraffe. <laughs> about to go into a... I'm about to go into a feast coma. Imagine how uh, if you kept the neck and the head on and you put that giraffe on a rotisserie how far away from the coals it would have to be to allow the head to freely mm-hmm. spin i was just thinking about that mm-hmm. but they're of course they're gonna actually strap it strap the neck to like you can actually back, twist the neck around have you ever butterfly a giraffe roast before <laughs> <laughs> helps if you're uh, if you've got limited time to to cook it it does you can you get a more even sort of cook on there that's beautiful stuff well, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week, or maybe we'll see you on the bonus episode if you choose this week of all weeks to sign up for the old Patreon. Maybe That's you will. a great idea as well, because it'll be just the start of the month, which means you get all of your month's worth of Patreon money. That's true. Yeah. That's Smart. true. Because you're a clever consumer. I know that about you. Hmm conscientious consumer only going to the finest psychics you know us <laughs> well that's it everybody bye bye bye